are now in the pocket with Covell Hudson. How's it going, Pocketheads? It is November 20th, 2023. Well, I guess that's a given, right? I don't have to say 2023. Just so used to in school, you know, every time you wrote the date, you put the school. Okay. How's it going, Pocketheads? It is September. No, it is November 20th, 2023. And today is game day. You know, it's it's pretty unique. We got a game day edition of In the Pocket. Yeah, I know, right? This is rare. Yeah, it feels like we should have got a sponsor for this episode. It seems it feels like a big deal. But um yes, today I have Oh, you're not looking. Kyle Collier producing. See? Yeah, yeah. And I'm Covell Hudson. And usually a guy, our guy, Typhu Panda, he's feeling a little under the weather. So he's gonna miss today. And you know, and it could be that his Vikings lost. We don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah like I told you earlier today. It, Curious timing. Yes, yes. Yeah, when he, when I found out that Ty was on the injury report, why can't I get this untangled? I don't know. When, when I found out <laughs> Ty was on the injury report, that didn't come to my mind. And then you, you mentioned it in the text messages. Curious timing yeah. after the Vikings lose. It's a bit odd. Yeah. Losing to the Denver Broncos, who we've thrown many shrapnel at on this show. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe they're – Maybe Ty just didn't want to face us. Yeah, yeah. And maybe we have to start worrying about the Denver Broncos. <laughs> no, <laughs> I haven't told jokes in a while. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I mean, hey, they ran through Kansas City, Buffalo. Well, can you phrase not that differently? Run through. Okay, they beat. There it is. They got. They were victorious. There's a W on their schedule. Yes, for sure. Against Kansas City, Buffalo, and now Minnesota. And now Minnesota. And now so. they're sitting at five and five, and they're in second place, and they're a playoff team so far. Uh, Broncos country. Let's ride. Is that? It's late. Yeah. It's about two years late. Yeah. It's it's a slow ride. It was a bumpy ride at first. Yeah. Obviously, last year that was a the ride didn't go. I wish Sierra had a song that's it where she mentioned bumpy ride because I wish <laughs> I could reference that right now. But um, but yes, it is game time. I mean, no, it is game day. The Chiefs play the Eagles, and I, and I guess give a little synopsis. You know, it's thrown off with with Ty. With Ty not in the building. But, um, but yeah, today we're going to talk about the Chiefs. I have three little keys. We like to call those Covell's keys. Um, we'll discuss the Chiefs, Eagles, and then we will discuss rest of the happenings in the league, the AFC and the NFC. Because, like, what makes this such a big matchup tonight is whoever wins is going to be essentially the best team in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Just Yeah, that's fair to say. 100%. So, yeah, Super Bowl rematch. It's week 11. Um, yeah, both teams are leading their division. Like, those NFL schedule makers are probably the most underrated people in, in yeah, in professionals. Now, they do have a drawback, and it's scheduling the Jets and the Giants far too much this year. But, yeah, they've been on the money so far. Well, you know, they, you know like when New York teams, the big market teams are doing good – the NFL usually does good. So, you know, they were hoping Aaron Rodgers was supposed to bring, you know, bring his Aaron Rodgers stink to yeah. the Jets. Mm-hmm. And Danny Dimes was supposed to capitalize on the big year from last year. So, yeah. you know, like. And he got paid, too. And the Giants were a playoff team. Their coach was come back, uh, come, or coach of the year, excuse me. Yeah. Wow, they were. Yeah. And now they're just bad again. <laughs> and now they're on all these. 
national TV. You know, like it's – you know what? I, I actually appreciate that other teams, they're trying to put other teams on national games. I actually miss the Chiefs when they were kind of like – I don't miss the Chiefs bad or just all right or mediocre, but I miss our noon kickoffs, man. Like, I don't know about you. These primetime late games are too much? Yeah, I think, like, and when the Chiefs were bad, you know, I didn't have a whole, I wasn't a whole family man and stuff. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, when the Chiefs were bad, I was just up at noon watching the games. But now I have to be involved for family stuff. And the Chiefs play in the middle of family time almost every other week now. Yeah. So, you know, it's, you, um, it's, you take the good with the bad. Yeah, there you go. You get, okay. And, this introduction ended up being very long and drawn out, but no, but it's a relatable story. I feel like yes. Well, that's true. Okay, all right, fair enough. Because like five years ago, if we played all these night games, I feel like I'd had a great time. Yeah, I'd have a party <laughs> with it. I wouldn't be tired. I'd just be, you know, oh yeah, well there we're watching it there. Okay, I'm watching it there. Okay, let's go to the game. But yeah. now it's like I gotta be up at eight. Wow, I'm getting old, Kyle. <laughs> I am. All right. Yeah, ma- yeah. Ma- maybe people can relate to getting old. And, you know, um, yeah, there's a few other ways I know I'm getting old. I was driving down the street, and I saw a dog limping. And you know what involuntarily happened? What, you feel something in your hamstring or something? Not just feel something. I was driving. I was like, oh, I was like, what is this? <laughs> What's going on with me? I'm becoming. I'm getting old and becoming a big softy, man. I don't. Back in the day, I'd be like, you know, I'd probably say something like, "What's well, gonna be tough for him out here?" <laughs> <laughs> if you're a stray dog with a limp, <laughs> you know the odds are stacked against you. That's for sure. But um, that has nothing to do with nothing, Kyle. Like, That's all right. Like, matter of fact, we don't have Ty to grab the steering wheel and yeah. yank us another direction. <laughs> so I'm just going to be two people today. Yeah, your inner tie took over there, didn't it? <laughs> yes, yes it did. All right, internet's going really slow. But we have the Eagles at 8-1, and one, and we have the Chiefs at 7-2 and two at Arrowhead Stadium. And the Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites. How do you feel about the two-and-a-half-point favorite? You know what? I, I feel like if this game were in Philly, it'd be the other, the other way around. You think so? So I think I thought it would be a because what what do they say? Home gives you three points off tops, right? So it's actually kind of disrespectful when you think about it. But I guess they're two they're the two best teams. They played in the Super yeah. Bowl last year. This is an even matchup, but not even a field goal favorite for the Super Bowl champions. I think that's kind of odd. But once again, w- w- the Chiefs and our newfound successes. I'm a I'm a bougie. You know, like I, I'm – how can I put it? Like, because, you know, back in the day, if it was – if we were a point – if we were favored in any kind of way, I'm like, wow, we're – that's that's exciting. You know, we're moving forward. Now it's the best – arguably the best team in the league because they have the best record, and we're only two-and-a-half-point favorites, and I feel disrespected. Well, I'll put it in a – perspective like this the Eagles are eight and one best record in the NFL the Chiefs seven and two both teams are leading each conference the Eagles in the NFC the Chiefs in the AFC this is a heavyweight title fight this is a heavyweight title fight so I I don't mind at all this being the line being you know real close yeah reality I don't mind but me as a crazy fan 
It's like you felt uh, a little disrespect. Yeah, because well, you know, so like I'm not there yet. Because you know, even the top teams, you have to. What team is it that always pushes the word being disrespected? The, the Nuggets did it all last year, yeah, especially uh, in the Tom playoffs. Tom Brady likes to do it. Tom Brady likes to do it. You know, like nobody thought we'd win. I'm like yeah. you have six Super Bowls. <laughs> like no, we we thought. Like I remember, I can pull up my Facebook my my Facebook post that uh, Atlanta when they played Atlanta in Super mm-hmm. Bowl. And I said, relax, guys. This is Tom Brady. And they were down like 50 points at the time. Yeah. 28 to 3. <laughs> 28 to 3. And then they came back and won. And then I got to say, what you see? I said, you know, we're going to be. So, yeah. So, and like, and the Chiefs defense is second in points per game, giving up 15.2. The Eagles offense is third, giving up, I mean, scoring 28. Yeah, third in points per game. Um, They convert fourth down and third down, best in the league. That TP. Tush yeah. push. Yeah. I don't want yeah, I I like to give things nicknames. Yeah. Well, when they play in Philly, it's called the the brotherly shove. The brother. But out here, yeah. We'll it's call called it the, the tush push. The tush push. Okay. That's right. Is that real or is that what you're just saying? That's what I'm just saying. Okay. I'm about to say I really <laughs> I'm about to have a problem with Eagles fans <laughs> if they switched it up to the venue. Here it's the brotherly shove, here it's the tush push. And I okay, all right. Cause that would have took us way on the okay. So, I'll do my I'll do Covell's keys real quick. Just a few. We don't have to spend a whole bunch of time on them. But these are I think this is what I think are the three keys towards winning the game. Matter of fact, let me see. What do you think is the most important thing of the Chiefs playing these guys? Uh, number one, no turnovers. The, I think the Chiefs have turned it over at least once in every game except uh, against Minnesota, I believe, in Week Five. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes has thrown his fair share of interceptions this year. Now, we know the Eagles secondary a uh, bit lackluster this year. Uh, Twenty eight got in other words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're vul- they're vulnerable. Yeah, get got. I think yeah, better way to put it. But I don't know. You know, Travis Kelsey's the man if you're Philadelphia. That's the guy you have to take out of the game. So yeah. what are the other guys going to do? What's KT Kadarius Tony going to do? Rasheed Rice, Sky Moore, MVS, Justin Watson. Somebody else has got to step up. Because Travis Kelsey has a target on his back. It's even bigger Big. this year, I feel yeah. like, than in years past. I would say yes, because, you know, Kelsey's he's he's no spring chicken. Yeah, he's 34 and, years old. Yes, and, and you know what? Before, before I even get to that point, I want to say everybody says the Chiefs' offense is struggling, right? Everybody said the Chiefs' offense is, you know, they're not as good as the defense this year. And I'd say – like you mentioned, I think we have more of a turnover problem than an offense problem. Yeah. Because we, we're moving the ball. I keep saying we. they, Those guys. They're moving the ball, but they're just turning it over in weird kind of – and then it makes Andy Reid think too much. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, let me do a double reverse with Kadarius Tony and Rasheed Rice and then have – and take the ball. I, yeah, he just does. I would love to see that play tonight. I'd hate to not, see that play. Oh, come on now. I'd hate. Well, see, the thing is, though, those plays are fun when they work. But yeah. when they don't work, it just it feels silly. Just like I can think of that playoff game when we lost to the Bengals. You know, the, uh, before halftime, they yeah. tried to do something little. Yeah, with Tyreek, throwing it to him in the flat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, it just I just I just want the Chiefs to line up and play straight-up ball and not turn the ball over. So, but but yeah. So Kelsey, he's a little older. He's no spring chicken. We don't have Taylor 
in the building today. Yeah, She's in Brazil. I, I think uh, the parents, they're, they're going to meet each other tonight. Hmm. So that this could be a, a, a huge factor. Yeah, but hopefully. Travis has got his, his lady's parents up in the suite. Yeah. The womb in which she came out of is going to be in the building. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so That's even more motivation. Yeah. Oh, her parents are here. It's go time. Yeah, but I've, yeah, <laughs> let me not touch on the womb thing at all. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the creation of Taylor Swift will be in the building. Let's, I wonder if that is, yeah, I'm not going to go into science behind her all. parents. Just say her parents. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? What did, what did I say? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I think I said her, okay, creators or something like that. But yes, you guys, we're all adults. We know how that works. Um, so what was I even, what were we even, Travis Kelsey's getting over. We were going over the keys. Okay. That's what yes, we were doing. But yes, Kelsey, everybody knows they got to watch them. But, but once again, when the Chiefs don't turn the ball over, I don't think people are saying the receivers are bad, the offense is broken. I, I should have – man, I wish I had those numbers pulled up the games where we didn't turn the ball – well, I think we turn the ball over every game. So, there's only one game where we didn't. I think that was against – I don't even remember. Ty says, I'm making Mrs. Swift sound like a science project. <laughs> well, I mean, am I making it sound like that or am I telling it like it is? <laughs> that is the question. Uh, Ty's over here. Oh, I thought he said Project Pat. It's Protect Pat. Because Project Pat is a rapper. Have you ever heard this song, Chicken Head Kyle? Well, we're going we're gonna to take... Uh, once again, I'm going to be Ty here. And if you can find... Never mind. Never mind. I was going to say find a clean version of Chicken Head. Because that is a song by Project Pat. But that has nothing to do with nothing. So you don't even have... Yeah, okay. I'll find it during the break. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. But now, yeah. Let's do the keys. <laughs> thank, thank you for keeping me because I'm I, I'm just all, yeah. Thank you for pulling me back. All right. So, the Chiefs keys, Chiefs versus Eagles in Arrowhead Stadium, Swiftless. I think the first, num- the, the number one key is A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown is having a great year. His last few games have been crazy. I think he's averaging something like six catches, 111 yards. Yeah. So we're going to have to treat him like the Chiefs have treated every other big-time receiver that we played. Justin Jefferson. Tyreek Hill. And, Tyreek and Hill. Waddle. Um, D.J. Moore got a touchdown on McDuffie. That still bugs me. But that's how you know things are going well. Yeah. Cause I can I, I can only think of I can only see McDuffie getting beat on one, mm-hmm. and that was that one. Yeah, Keenan Allen didn't torch him. No, and in eighty-three targets, Sneed and McDuffie have given up one touchdown, and that was to the uh, Bears. Did he really? Yes. Wow. Yes. And you know what? I don't even know where that stat came from, but that's a real stat yeah. that I, I, I'm glad just came out right there. I mean, that's insane to think about. It's very insane to think about when you think about who the Chiefs have played. Yeah. So, but hey, like Sterling and I, we were discussing a little bit earlier. AJ Brown is—he's kind of a different beast than those guys. He's built. He's—he enormous. He's—he's—he's he's, he's big. He's strong. He's almost—he reminds me of a faster Anquan Bolin. Yeah. Which is you remember Anquan, mm-hmm. don't you? From the from the Cardinals. He's a Niner and a Cardinal. Uh, mainly a Cardinal. <laughs> he was only a little bit of 49er because he wasn't that good then. 
That's true. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking about the the later stages of his career, but yeah. Yeah, and I always thought he still should have got the ball more because he's always he was like Heinz Ward. Yeah. I'm just thinking of just throwing out random receivers' names. So so yes, <laughs> that that lets you know you've been in the sports stadium. I mean, in the studio too long. Yeah. Because like even I hear the commercials now and I dance to them and I sing them. But um, so yes, the Chiefs have to be able to keep. A.J. Brown under wraps. If he had four catches for 55 yards, that'll make him feel all right, but that'll make the Chiefs' defense, you know, that much better. Yeah, that'll cement the Chiefs' defense. I think you can crown them as probably the top secondary in the league if they do something like this Yeah. to A.J. Brown, who the NFC Offensive Player of the Month, he set an NFL record this year, six straight games, 125-plus yards. Yeah, and I'm hoping the Chiefs, I'm hoping the Chiefs can keep him under wraps. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I don't think it's controversial to say that the Chiefs may have the two best corners in football, which is something nobody was expecting six weeks ago. Yeah, from a second-year man in McDuffie who has never played a full season, you know, because he missed seven or eight games his rookie year. Yeah. And, and then, uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, and he – um. He wasn't a cover corner in college. That's what I was worried about. He played a lot of zone. Mm-hmm. So I was concerned about McDuffie being able to translate to this level. But yeah. And he's, he's not like – he doesn't have the great size or the elite speed, but – He's just a tough, smart player. Yeah, he just doesn't allow you to get yours. Yeah. And against A.J. Brown, whether it's him or Snead, I think it'll be Snead more often than I not. I think it'll be more Snead because he's the size. They do have skinny Batman on the other side. Yeah, that's Devontae Josh. Smith's nick- nickname. Who are you talking about? Devontae Smith. He's oh, they call him what? Skinny Batman. Skinny Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what uh Jason Kelsey. He's got he's like thick Batman or something. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Jason Kelsey, he's only a threat on short yardage situations. So, you know, if it was true about the brotherly shove and the other thing, that would have been another thing that I could get on them about. Calling themselves Batman? Yeah. Skinny Batman thick. All right. Well, I remember last year they were all wearing the Batman masks. They were. Yeah. They were. And then they had to I'm sure they had a big plan for during the Super Bowl, pull out our Batman yeah, things. Yeah. But you know, they, when we ha- when we lift that trophy, yeah. But you know, they Oops. got they got sent overseas with the Eagles Super Bowl champion <laughs> T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So yes, key number one, AJ Brown. We have to stop him. Key number two, I believe, the Chiefs have to. How can I put the Chiefs have to subdue Jalen Hurts and this this may come off as disrespectful, but I'm not meaning it disrespectfully. I look at Jalen Hurts as a melanated, more athletic Tim Tebow. Because that's disrespectful as hell. It's this, Come no, on now. But, but I'm not talking about skill. I mean, as far as because, you know, what people say a lot like to say about Jalen Hurts. He's a winner. He's going to figure out how to win a game. The same reason I was worried about the Chiefs having to play the Steelers down the road is because Tomlin wins. He makes winners. So Jalen Hurts, we have to not make him feel good and be able to go over there to that sideline and hype up the guys. Because, you know, he's a, he's a great guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. When he says, come on, guys, we're going to, you know, like, yeah, I, we, want, I, we need him in the huddle doubting everything. We need him looking like Tua. <laughs> right, so how do they do that? Is that pass rush or is that? 
it's it's keeping him contained because his knee is kind of hurt, so he's not running as much as he usually does. Mm-hmm. But the NFL schedule schedule makers gave both the Chiefs and the Eagles a bye. Yeah. So maybe that knee is a little bit better. But if we have our defense, our defensive line has been playing pretty fabulous. So if we can keep him in the pocket, keep him uncomfortable because he's not a pocket guy. Yeah. So if if you know if he's allowed to run and get down the field and see the field and feel like he's in the backyard playing, then I think we have an issue as far as morale. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as far as momentum. You know, yeah, we we want guys sitting on that sideline looking at Jalen and be like, "Oh man, he looks discouraged. What are we gonna do?" You know, when the, when yeah. when somebody want AJ Brown to start whining about targets again. There it is. We we want the footage of Jalen, oh, AJ Brown yelling at yeah, and Jalen because and he's a good guy, so he's not gonna yell back. Yeah, <laughs> be like I got you, man. No, I got you. And then he's thinking about I gotta give AJ. We we need we need issues. <laughs> The defense has got to cause chaos. The defense basically. has got to cause chaos. We need Sirianni with a sad face because you know, mm-hmm. and like, and I don't want to call the Eagles front runners, but when they're doing good, they're all good. But when things are going bad, you can look at their faces, their body language, and all that. And I think the Chiefs have to, and that's one thing that the Chiefs have in common. I mean, not in common. When the Chiefs do good, whether they win or lose, they kind of look the same. Yeah. Except for that Broncos game, that was weird. Yeah. And that Super Bowl game a few years ago. Other than that. They lose, and the Chiefs are still like, ah, we're still the Chiefs. We're yeah, good. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Um, the third one is going to be turnovers. It was between turnovers and offense. But once again, I think I figured out that the Chiefs have a turnover problem, not an offense problem. So if the Chiefs are able to not put the ball on the ground, not Mahomes not fumbling. How many times he fumbled in the pocket this year? It, it seems there has been a couple more instances than than normal. Yes, for sure. Yeah, and, and none fumbles of them, and just risky interceptions. Yeah, yeah. So, I think if we if he doesn't do that, and if we don't give Clyde the ball, I mean, if we don't, <laughs> if if nobody puts the ball on the ground, I think we'll be I think we'll be good. Um, right now we're. Yeah, we're like the second to the last in turnovers, turnovers per game, which is not great. So you think of that, have all those turnovers, and we're still number one in the AFC. If we didn't have those turnovers, we'd be like negative zero in the AFC. Now I'm with you on turnovers being a huge key because what what does Philly do better than anybody? They extend drives in short yardage situations with the – Pushing the tush. Yeah. Pushing up Their the offensive line is fantastic. They will keep your offense off the field. Yes. And they will make it a long day for your defense. So don't give them free chances by turning it over. Don't give them free chances. And so those are the three. But uh, uh, honorable mention is yeah. the Chiefs, if we get in the third down, it's going to be the battle of the third downs. If there's a third down situation for the Chiefs, we want third and third and six and more. Right. If the Eagles get in the third down situation, we need third and three and more. Third and three and more, yes. Because yes. if it's third and two, they'll they'll push and be fine. Yes. Because <laughs> like, uh, what was it? Who said this? He said the Eagles when they start a drive, they start first and eight because they have the tush push. But when the Chiefs start a drive, they, I mean, when start a started down, they're first and twelve because they can't get short yardage for some reason. Yeah. 
Because so, they'll call a play that has Mahomes going backwards with yeah. the football in his hands, you know. Yeah, well, which well. yeah, and I and I want him to throw it. And the Chiefs, as a team, their third down conversion rate is actually in the top ten of the league. No, yeah, it's great. If it's we just, didn't have any short, it's third and shorts. It'd yeah, be the first in the league. Yeah, because maybe like it's just too. Maybe that's like a with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Maybe that is like. It's probably going to be way left field. But maybe it's like Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player. Second. Second greatest basketball player. Second greatest basketball player in history. And then he goes to own a team or he goes to coach. Like, yes, you can't go to a player and say, why didn't you go jump over them three and and dunk it? He's like, well, I'm not. I can't do that, Mike. I have to hit a drop step, a hezzy head nod or whatever. So, like, Michael Jordan can't coach somebody how to yeah. be good. Yeah, he just, can shoot just, a, just shoot a post fadeaway with two defenders draped all over you. Yes. Why didn't you make that? Why didn't you make that? I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> yes. So, like, that's – so what were we talking about? Okay. So, maybe that's Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes third and two. It just, it just seems so simple. It, it, we should just get it done. Yeah. So, let's not bother them with any third and ones, third and twos. Let's just – first, second down, first – you know what I'm saying yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, get 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 five plus yards on first and second down. If you yes. can average five plus per play, mm-hmm. you'll be all right. We'll be all right. Yeah. And then like as a running back, if you're about to run and you can get an extra few yards and make it third and two, don't do it. Just fall. Just fall third and five. Third and six. Yeah, save the hits, Isaiah. <laughs> save your legs. Save the hits. Go down because our chances of making it are a lot better. So, those are the Covell's keys. I didn't I didn't write anything down, and it sounds like it. It feels like yeah. it. But we got information out. Yeah, that was a strong, strong segment. Strong segment, mm-hmm. yes. It's kind of like, never mind. Strong segment. <laughs> um, so, at the end of the show, are we going to do predictions? Do you have a prediction of the game? Yeah, but I'm saving it for the end of the show, I thought. Saving it for the end of the show? Uh-huh. All right, we can do that. We can do that. So... This next segment, we can dig into a little bit more of the numbers of Chiefs versus Eagles. And then we will talk about teams, the other teams in the league. And then we can do some it poop. How do you feel about some it poop? And if and pocket heads know what it poop is. It is in the pocket or out of pocket. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure you explain it and not just leave it hanging. Well, well you know what? We will be able to, at some point, this show will be big enough to where we don't have to explain what it poop is. We'll have to, you know, yeah. We might have to explain to our bosses, but <laughs> we'll wait. Well, that, <laughs> then that means we're doing things good because we haven't true. got called in the office yet. <laughs> so we get called in the office. That, that means things are going well. So, um, yes, we'll be back. We'll talk more about the Chiefs-Eagles. And, yep, that's it. We'll be back after that. We're back in the pocket. <clears throat> We're back in the pocket. Pocket heads. I need to say pocket heads more. What do you think? I think I need to mention pocket heads more so our listeners. Yeah, and I remember at the beginning of this show, you, you were against the pocket head. I was against pocket head because it sounded juvenile. <laughs> you know, like, say, 
It's a 6'3", no, 6'5". Matter of fact, let's say LeBron James, if he listens to the show. I can't see LeBron saying, I'm a pockethead. You, you know what I mean? I couldn't see, like, even me, if I listen to the show, I'm like, I'm a pockethead. That sounds silly. Yeah. But with all the masculinity that we have in this pocket, I think it I think it works. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, we're man enough uh-huh. <laughs> to be to be pocketheads and to speak to pocketheads. And yeah, that's probably the most time I've seen it said pocketheads. I need to probably copyright that. But you didn't come up with it. That was Ty and I. What what do you mean? Like that's how this business thing works. <laughs> I I get the money and then me and Ty stop talking because I get all this pockethead money. <laughs> And then I'll be like, hey, Ty, here's $500. Like, <laughs> that's how this thing works. Why do you think groups don't last? Why do you think rap groups or R&B groups don't last? Because one does the paperwork. <laughs> and then, you know, the other ones are like, man, I thought we were just friends, man. I thought we were just doing business. I'm, I'm joking. It'll be, a, it'll be a joint venture. And we both can get those checks for $2.33 at some point. Oh. Strap that little... Well, I haven't thrown any shrapnel today. Well, I called Jalen Hurts. I compared Jalen Hurts you to Tim Tebow. You called him Tim Tebow. I, well, uh. but not skill set. I mean, what they bring to their team because Tebow wasn't a great okay. thrower. As leaders, yeah, that's fine. Yes, nobody confuses Jalen Hurts as a great thrower, as a pocket passer. He's not a bad thrower. He's, he's a not good bad. thrower. He's yes. fine thrower. He's fine, but no, he's, nobody would say he's great. Yeah. So that's where the comparisons, because Tim Tebow can throw knuckleballs. He could, <laughs> he could get the ball to people, but Jalen Hurts, he has a cuter knuckleball. He's still more of a running. Wow. Hey, you 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 threw you did the shrapnel, so it felt like more had to be coming. But um, but in this matchup, it is a game of inches. It a game. It's a game of possessions. It is a game of positions. Do I half pause? <laughs> it's a game of positions. So what positions or do you have specific people that you think need to have a big game for this to be a successful game? Yeah. Um, like I mentioned in the first segment, it's the other guys catching the ball, not named Travis Kelsey. As Charles Barkley calls them the others. Yeah. Yeah. The role players. The uh oh, oh what do we have? The Batman, the Robins. The Robins. Right? And the Alfreds, the Butlers. Yes. I retire competent boom. Competent bum. That's I, what I was looking for. <laughs> I retired it because it's too divisive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was too, what's the word? Um, I can't think of that word. Controversial. Yeah. Controversial, but there's another word. Polarizing. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> because some people can't get past. I'm a bum. <laughs> but, but, but yeah. But a competent one. Uh, but these these Chiefs role players, as I will call them, nobody's really stepped up. Marquez Valdez Scantling, where you been, pal? Justin yeah. Watson, he he's doing what Justin Watson does. He's and doing that's what fine. you would expect from Justin. Rasheed Rice, I think, has been a surprise this year. But they won't throw him the ball. <laughs> yeah, the last game they played, it two targets in the first half, zero afterwards. And one of those targets was a great third down position of a catch. Yeah, and then diving catch to to extend the drive. And then they were like, "Hey, you just gonna be running around?" Yeah. Joint. Go get some cardio. Join Sky. Yeah, I'm about to say join Sky more yeah. in cardio <laughs> with the cardio playbook. No, and Sky, Rasheed, and MVS, they just be running, man. Yeah. And that's kind of annoying. But we didn't have turnovers. They wouldn't have so much pressure to be coming back and, oh, we got to figure this out. Every game, even this last game against the Dolphins, first half, had not a care in the world. 
And yeah. then and second half. Chiefs looked like they were firing. Yes. Yes. And momentum is a real thing. I, pl- I figured that out as a young child playing 2K. Once the other team gets hot. Yeah. Remember, and what, <laughs> what game was that? They'd get on fire. That was Slugfest <laughs> Slug, back in the day. Slugfest. feel like another game, too. NBA. NBA Jam? NBA Street? NBA Jam. Like, if a team, you know, somebody made two or three shots, they're on fire. Mm-hmm. And now you can have your hands all on their face and they're making everything. So mm-hmm. momentum is real. How about we get on that? I'm not sure. But <laughs> <laughs> we're going to continue. Wow. Anyway, it's the, really but, just the end No, time. you asked me kind of the position groups okay. we're looking for. And yeah, mine is the wide receivers because when the Eagles take out Travis Kelsey, and I guarantee you, I mean, that's going to be their plan. Yeah, they have their brother. Yeah, they they are, have his brother. Yeah. <laughs> so they know <laughs> about him. Yeah, Jason, we don't want Jason to have bragging rights on their next pat, their next podcast. Yeah. But, you know, the, the, the Eagles, excuse me, they have a great rushing defense. They're only allowing 60-something, 66 yards per game. Yeah. That's fantastic. Now, the Chiefs run it about 103 yards per game. That's not all Isaiah. That's Pat, too, who's about been doing. 24 of them is Mahomes. Yeah, off. yeah. And then, you know, Tony doing a screen for negative two. And but then meh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, uh, I forgot about Clyde. And then CEH has got to get his six carries for. Got to get his steps in. 3.2 yards. Wow, that's. I we, just, are, we are throwing some shrapnel now. We are saying. throwing some shrapnel. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's the wide receivers. Uh, Rasheed Rice, he he needs to be the number two option in this offense. Right now, I feel like the options go as follows. Kelsey, Pacheco, and then whoever else. Who, Pacheco? Yeah. As pass receivers? Yeah. That's kind of sad to he's think about. He's up there in the Chiefs receiving yardage leaders. Is he's, he? He's not number two, but he, he's higher than he should be. Who has the second? It's Rasheed, right? Yeah, it's Rasheed. Okay, but but yeah, I guess Pacheco is a he's a what's that the blanket security blanket security yeah, blanket. Yeah, yeah. I and, I can't and that's talk Travis to Travis is you know well Travis he really does both. He is a weapon and a blanket at the same time. Yeah, but he ain't blanketing he ain't blanketing like he used to. Yeah, and I think that's because teams are just able to focus on him more often. That's true. I I want to see consistency in feeding the other weapons on this team, and that includes Kadarius Tony, who I know. You know, in Kansas City, we we have, you know, all had a laugh of, at his expense to, due to his week one shenanigans that were yeah. out on the field dropping all those passes. But that dude's still a weapon, and it's silly of me, but I can't quit Kadarius Tony. you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I, I, I hear you. I've kind of quit Kadarius Tony. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, we haven't seen him at all. And yeah. Andy Reid wants to say, okay, well, we want to keep him healthy. In this game, I feel like this game is a game you're going to need to use them because Philly's offense, it, this is going to be the toughest test, I think, that the Chiefs' defense has faced. Because yeah, uh, the Philly can the run that ball too. Yeah, but Mostert, he wasn't playing bad no, coming true. into the Chiefs' true. game. True. So I think the best – I don't think we're going to see a better offense than the Chiefs. Nope. I don't think we're going to see a better offense than the Dolphins. But the Eagles are more balanced – it's just different. The Dolphins are finesse, yeah. little dudes. Speed and explosive players. Yes, and the Eagles are more, we're going to hit you in the face. Yeah. Hit you in the mouth, specifically. Yeah, and that's a different test. I, I don't think the Chiefs have really faced any te- a team like that this season. Uh, maybe uh, Detroit could compare because they have a great offensive line as well. And the, Maybe the Broncos. The well. That's my second joke of the day. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, w- I won't even play the shrapnel sound effect. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, it's the Broncos. There yeah, you go. yeah. But, yeah. I, anyways, that was a very long-winded answer to a question you asked me about 10 minutes ago. No, no, you're, you're good. But the position group, I need the wide receivers to step up, and I need the coaching staff to give them the opportunity to step up. And if we find out that they just flat out can't get open, then there's a problem and changes need to be made next season. Well, but that's the thing, though. I believe that Mahomes can get the guys the ball if they're not open, open traditionally. Yeah. But it almost feels like – because remember I told you I was going to kind of come back, go back and look at some film of Mahomes, and there's somewhere, say, Sky Moore is open, Rasheed Rice is open, or even MVS is kind of open. But Mahomes is like – it's like he's thinking a lot. He's yeah. like, I'm going to throw it. He doesn't I'm, know if he can trust that guy if I put this ball You think it's there. trust? See, like, I thought it was more of the offensive line. He hasn't taken a lot of sacks because he gets up out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He gets yeah, the movie. That's a great point. So it's almost like, not like he hear, sees ghosts, but he's like, I'm used to having Big Orlando Brown over there. So once he gets beat here, I have to take off. And Smith has his own kind of things like that. And even Juwan Taylor. So it's almost like he's not sure how they're going to move the pocket. Because uh, I forgot what game it was. It was a third down where Mahomes had time. I think we talked about it. He had time. Then he moved up and then moved into a sack. Like Zach Wilson style. Yeah. So, so like, because like um, any issue you have is when I was in management in the corporate world. They say anytime there's an issue or a problem, you can put a name to it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, was profound. It stuck with me. You can always find a reason. What's the root cause? And I've been trying, I've been in between, is it Patrick Mahomes overthinking it, not trusting his receivers, not trusting his offensive line? Is it Andy Reid trying to go back to the McNabb days when he had Westbrook and he had Terrell Owens? Like, I, I don't know. Because sometimes. I'm like, we, we shouldn't, like, lost Tyreek Hill, and then you lost Juju Smith-Schuster. So that's about 2,500 yards in two years of production that you lose. Yeah. So now we have young guys. We're kind of rebuilding, but I don't know if the full commitment to rebuilding how we do offense has happened. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, this is a young wide receiver core, for sure. Yes. But- Tony's in his second or third year, third year, I believe, because – First two years, he's hardly played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rasheed Rice, first year. Sky Moore, second year. Your veterans are MVS and Justin Watson. Justin Watson has never really played as much as he has this year. Yes. MVS has always played, but he has always been MVS. He's, he's always been this dude. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So there's really, yeah, no, you're right. There's a lack of playmakers, and it's it just feels different for sure. Yeah. It's like having a – it's like having a – um. Say you have a rec league team, uh-huh. and you know they're just the kids in the neighborhood, and you have the you know like these three studs, and then the next season, those three kids move, uh-huh. and you don't have the same personnel, and you're still, you know, feeding it to the post. Like no, you don't right. have you don't have that guy, so we yeah. have to change up a little bit. So I feel like even because you know like it, it's been in the Andy Reid playbook. It takes two to three years to figure out an offense. We got lucky with Juju last year. So this year, people what if what if all the receivers are on the exact path that it usually takes to figure out an Andy Reid playbook? Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So 
Yeah, like I said, I've been trying to find out the root cause of it, and I haven't really put my finger on it. I'm going to try to watch tonight again. It's either Patrick Mahomes being indecisive, unsure of guys, or Andy Reid just doing stuff. Yeah, and maybe a little bit, too. And I I know I've heard Josh Briscoe say this, so I'm going to steal from him a little bit. But Mm -hmm. the playbook has, this year, just the playbook has felt a little bit stale. Yes, it's feel, but I think it feels stale because – Maybe like, you don't have the guys who can do. Yes, when you had McColl who was here for a long time, right, when you right. had Tyreek, I forgot he was on the team. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh wow, he's back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when you have McColl, <laughs> yeah. So when you have McColl that's been here forever, Tyreek that was here forever. We lost another receiver too. Demarcus Besides Robinson. You, Demarcus Robinson. Like those guys were all kind of crafty and knew what their role was. Demarcus knew what his role was. He always wanted to do more. Yeah. But. When Mahomes scrambles, Demarcus, he was pretty darn good at getting open. Yes, yes, he was good at running backwards, but he yeah, was good. At, he was good at getting open. Tyreek was good at getting open. We had prime Kelsey. We had uh, McCole Hardman when everybody still had the hope of yeah. you know him living up to the replacement, being the replacement of Tyreek. Oh, imagine if we released Ty- I mean, Tyreek, and then we just had McCole. Yeah, imagine yeah. how. Kansas City would have turned them yeah. in very quickly. Yeah. We don't have at least one Super Bowl. <laughs> I think we uh, – yeah. Oh, man, that would have been sad. But, but yeah, so I, I, don't, I don't think Andy has started over the evolution of the playbook. Because even the people that were there when Mahomes first got here, a lot of them were holdovers from Alex Smith. Right. So, so, there was, so they're walking into a system, almost like being – you went to college. I did, yeah. So, yeah, almost like being in college, you get to college, and the seniors are like, this is what we do. This is how we do it. Yeah. It's almost like you somewhat, you transfer and you're a junior. And I'm like, oh, I'm the leader here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, this is what we usually do. You, you know what I mean? That's what it feels like. Does that make sense? It's a lot of words. But I think, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That was okay, and that was from my question. All this came from my question to you. Who do you think? So we said the chief. We said yeah, the receiver. For me, it's just the wide receiver. Somebody other than Travis Kelsey has got to step up, and I think it should be Rasheed Rice. But given the game against Miami, the Chiefs' coaching staff—I mean, whoever's calling the plays—Rasheed Rice cannot have his final target in the second quarter. Yes, in the second quarter, yeah. and for a young receiver, that could do something to you mentally. Yeah. They're like, oh man, they don't trust me. I made that third down catch. Yes. You know? Yeah. And I and I wish he had a Keyshawn Johnson attitude coming out of college. I, I almost would like wouldn't be mad, you know, like George Pickens in right. Pittsburgh. He wants the ball. He wants to be involved. He mm-hmm. wants to say it. He's doing it like a child or a twenty twenty three millennial. Yeah. Putting but, it up, putting it on social media. Putting it know? on social media, but he's got Pickett as his quarterback. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's kind of fair. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's not like – and everybody loves them in Pittsburgh, so it's not like they're planning on getting somebody else. So I, I can understand that one. But, um, yes, I said a whole bunch of words. Um, I believe it is the roles of offense that is the most important thing. Who's our possession receiver? Who is our middle-of-the-field receiver? Who's our third down and long? Yeah. It, it was Justin, but Justin went and got himself in trouble. Justin Ross. Justin Ross. So, like, he was etching into that yeah. third no, and long. No, you're 100% right. Like, 
nobody has fit in a role this year. I, and I thought Sky Moore would kind of be that possession guy. Let's throw it to him for a short and intermediate. I was never that hopeful. I See, I was. Uh, Rasheed Rice, I never thought he'd be this big of a part, but he is, outside of Kelsey, your most explosive option because yes. they won't use Tony for whatever reason. And that's And that's the thing. We're not in practice with them. Yeah. They're in practice every day. So I'm like, what is it that they're seeing or not seeing that gets uh, Tony three targets a game? Yeah, or seven snaps. Yes, because like, cause it's not like dudes are balling so Tony can't get on the field. Right. He can't find any. Yeah. It, it's confusing. And once again, the Chiefs are doing fabulous. Number one team. I think they're going to win today. But when your team is good, we can find things to poke holes in. What else are we supposed to do? When I used to coach and we used to win all these games, I used to enjoy a good loss so I can tell them what they're doing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so I can tell them what – yeah, remember It's an I, opportunity for teaching. Yes. And learning and mm-hmm. growth. Mm-hmm. Remember when I told you to hit the square? Hit the square. Like, that works against these scrubs. When you play somebody that knows how to play, if you miss a layup, you're going to get – you're going to – yeah. So – that was a whole bunch of word salad. But um, we're going to be back for a few minutes with a short segment. But we are going to do some it poop, also known as in the pocket or out of pocket. After this. Uh, what you want to do? So bad. You want to get down? Uh-huh. What you want to do? Said you want to get down? What you want to do? Hey, Kyle, I think you were too young. But this was the dance. Like, I hear songs like this from the 90s and it makes my shoulders just dip like that that was uh that was you know diddy's take that take that okay all right so we're back in the pocket you pocket heads 15 10 a.m 94.5 fm espn kansas city oh it's the first time i've said that this hour but people know what's up yeah pe- people know what's up they know where they're at they know where they're up where, where they're at. So today is going to, you know, we're going to do the best segment in the country. Everybody loves, you know, we can't, we can't respond to DMs fast enough <laughs> with people with excitement as far as, as with our new, with our segment, it poop, also known as in the pocket or out of pocket. So since we don't have tie, I'm going to pull the steering wheel <laughs> panda um, we're, yeah, we're just going to go back and forth with some it poops. So, yeah. Got to keep an eye on the Facebook Live to see what Ty thinks about our it poops, too. I think Ty left the building. Oh. <laughs> he may have left the building. He's, I don't know. He's, he's had enough, apparently. All <laughs> he's right. had enough. Oh, he said pull it. He's there. <laughs> um. So, yeah, do some it poop. You want to start or you want me to start? Uh, I can go ahead. Okay, so. Yeah, All right, number one. And I'm going to steal this. This again, I'm stealing from Josh Briscoe today. He is funding my <laughs> my contribution <laughs> to the show today. But uh, all right, if you're going to make a bet tonight, and if you want to bet on Kadarius Tony, the over under for receptions, 0.5. Ugh. How about receiving yards? Six and a half. Six and a half. So you can. So if you bet on that, yeah. So if, if he you gets bet one the catch. over, if he gets one catch for seven yards, you win that money. So you should put like a hundred dollars on that, right? Yeah. What do you well, think? In the pocket or out of the pocket? Does he does he crush that? I, ooh. I think he crushes it because I think he may have to today. Okay. So yes, in the pocket, yeah. I believe he crushes that like uh, like somebody crushing a beer can over their head. Yeah, there you go. I don't know why that's the analogy that popped in my <laughs> head. All right, number two. The oh, Chiefs. Uh huh. 
win the turnover battle tonight? In the pocket. In? In the pocket. Wow. So uh, the Chiefs, their their defense middling so far at taking away the football. Obviously, they had an, an electric play against Miami. Yeah. But the Chiefs offense, like I said, in every game except Minnesota, they've turned it over. Yes. And I'd say in the pocket because, well, I'm hopeful that the Chiefs won't turn the ball over. But Jalen Hurts is a more running, more mobile quarterback. So those quarterbacks usually fumble or turn the ball over trying to create something. Trying to create something. So I believe that is in the pocket that the Chiefs will not fumble the ball. And that is basically on feeling. I have to be honest on that. I'm just hoping, you know. I don't like to live on hope, but that's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, the turnover streak's got to stop sometime. Yes. That, that's my feeling as well. Yeah. You have another? Okay. So, from the job that Eric Bieniemy has done with Sam Howell, Eric Bieniemy will be a head coach next year somewhere. Maybe Washington. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> you say no? You don't think he's proven himself? I say no. I don't think they get rid of Ron Rivera. Um, it's a, he's, he's doing an awful job there. Now, one place I could see him taking over is if the Chargers finally get rid of Staley and they call Eric Bieniemy to work with that offense. Oh. But everywhere else around the league, I don't really see it. There was a ton of coaches hired this past offseason, and most of them, the new hires, are doing well, except Frank Reich in Carolina. But that's a different conversation. I think a drafting conversation there. Yeah, it's a dumpster fire. I think Airbnb has done, done enough, and I, I couldn't tell you where. I couldn't tell you where he'll coach, but I believe he'll have a place somewhere. How about Vegas? Vegas. Wow, AFC West is probably where he would have to come back. Yeah. Because if he does that with Sam Howell, imagine what he can do with Herbert. I get paid more than everybody, but I turned the ball over in the fourth quarter. Uh, Justin, what you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, second one. All right, the second one is the Ravens are the biggest threat to the Chiefs now with with um, two of the teams in his division backup quarterbacks, and they have a pretty light schedule. They're not going to see a lot of opposition, even yeah. if Lamar doesn't play good. Yeah, I I'm in on that. Yeah. Um, but. They took a big hit. Mark Andrews may be out for the – he's going to be out for a big chunk of the year. That is at true. At least. And it could be most of the season. So, yes. really, the biggest threat in the AFC, they got weaker. Yeah. Yeah. No. But I, yeah, I agree with you. It is the Ravens. Because who, who else would it be? The Jaguars? But the Jaguars will get beat by 20 points every once in a while. Yeah. So, yeah, it's looks like all or nothing, the Chiefs. Um. Yes, so my prediction for the game today is Chiefs 32, Eagles 18. Ooh. I'm going to go I'm going to go 21-17 Chiefs. Low score. This is going to be a dog fight. Dog fight? Mm-hmm. Nothing like the Chiefs Rams 2020. Oh hell no. 2019 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Orlando Scandrick was CB1 on that team. Oh my lord. Orlando Scandrick. We've come a long way, Chiefs fans. We'll be back next week. And talk about the Chiefs. Ty said Eagles 28-24. This guy, this guy. We'll we'll be back next week to give some Ty slander. No. (laughs) 